Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Covfefe. It is Thursday, August 22nd. I am your co-host, Carter Laren, and I am here, as always, with Bad Mama Jamma from Texas, mid-burrito, Gary Smith. Good Hi, morning, Gary. Carter. Hi. Good morning. Now you're um, giving away my secrets. I, I quietly eat burritos when <laughs> Carter's talking. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize that was a secret. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize we were keeping that from the audience. But uh, thank you everyone for liking and subscribing. I will say um, we learned our lesson from yesterday's Kofefi. You don't want to talk about taxes, which you know uh, I can't blame you. But not the best performing episode ever. So we'll uh, stop talking about taxes. And maybe tax maybe I'm not the only one who finds conversations about money and taxes boring you're not because someone actually commented on the video that they also find conversations about money boring so yes you're not alone <laughs> we hear you loud and clear though universe uh universe of unpersons in our community we will we will not uh we will not stick to tax exempt issues <laughs> talk about taxes by the way although interestingly enough carrie did you know that asking the question of whether churches should be tax exempt is enough to demonetize the entire video on YouTube because that is just too controversial of a topic. Wow. It's have weird. us talk about that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm frankly shocked at this point that they allow us to have ads on any videos since the ones that they demonetize it's so strange why they pick them. But yeah. anyway. Well, this thank is you. a random video, by the way. Like for a while yesterday, I don't know if it's still doing this, but every time I would like go back to the status screen, it was a different status. It was like monetized, demonetized, monetized, demonetized. It, it was like in this state where the AI was like, I don't know whether to be angry about Susan's red. <laughs> but uh. well, so today, guys, we're going to do a, a quick and succinct one because we have um, deprogrammed. Yes, we have coming deprogrammed up. coming up. Here's the thing I want to talk about, Carrie. Okay. I want to talk about red flag laws. In particular, I want to talk about this recent arrest by this 22-year-old college student, Brandon Wagshaw in Connecticut. Did you see this? No, you mentioned it to me, but I haven't followed this. Can you kind of give me the I'll give you broad the strokes? Okay. I'll give you the skinny. And we'll, we'll look at this article in Stanford Advocate, but before we do, um, let me just kind of give you a broad overview. So... This guy, so Connecticut has red flag laws, first of all. Again, just a reminder for people who aren't watching, normally red flag laws are the laws that um, allow the authorities to come confiscate weapons of yours if they think that maybe you're, quote, mentally unstable or have some, you know, quote, red flag going on. Incidentally, it's also, it's, it's a scary concept, and Trump actually even joked about it not in a way that I like when remember the Chris, the Chris Cuomo rant yeah. a few, like the last week or something, Trump actually joked about like, Oh, should he trigger a red flag? So, but I think again, that's anyway, go ahead. I don't want to derail on that. I think that's purposeful. It, it might be, although he also signaled that he would be on board with red flag laws earlier. Although with Trump, Maybe he didn't mean that because he seems to have forgotten about that completely after tweeting about Chris Cuomo and 
maybe maybe the point was to show that it could be used against your political enemies. Yeah. Regardless, let's talk about what happened to this dude, Brandon Wagshall. Now, I just want to be clear. I don't know. Maybe he is a crazy mass murderer. I don't know the guy. We don't have enough information. But what we do have is we seem to have information about what led to his arrest and confiscation of guns. And that's the scary part. Not whether they might have hit on someone who could be a mass shooter. I don't think they did based on his statements to the police. But here's what happened. The guy lives with his father. His father is into guns quite a lot. And so most of the guns in the house were actually his father's. And he, he is clearly part of the not mainstream, I'll say, on social media. He doesn't have a huge social media presence. But here's what happened. The FBI got an anonymous tip that he was going to buy high-capacity magazines. Now, high-capacity is just like regular old 30-round mags for an AR-15, which are normal, but he was in Connecticut where they have a 10-round restriction. And so he drove to New Hampshire. This is illegal, by the way. I'm not saying what he did was was legal. Um, well, actually, I, I will say what he did wasn't illegal, but it was unlawful, which is a distinction. Um, it was against the law, but I do think it should have been, it's legal because I believe the law is unconstitutional. So minor nuance there, but he drove to New Hampshire, bought, uh, bought some, some magazines and drove back into Connecticut. And they received an anonymous tip that he was planning to buy some magazines. Now, that anonymous tip that someone's planning on buying some high-capacity magazines, which are totally legal, he went into like a regular mainstream shop to buy them. It's not like he, you know, was dealing with terrorists at the back of a pickup at, you know, at a 7-Eleven or something, right? It, this was mainstream shop. They're totally legal in most places. Bought the magazines and brought them back. But... If you read the stories about what's used to justify this, so they raided his house, took a bunch of the guns. He's in jail now on a $250,000 fine. None of the guns, from what I can tell, that he took, they took are illegal or anything wrong with them. They did find a few high-capacity magazines, which is against the Connecticut law. Wait, so just so I'm clear, because we were kind of... All he did was go and buy ma high-capacity magazines. That was the tip. Well, the tip was that he was going to go buy high-capacity magazines, what, but, but I haven't really got to what, what they're using to justify this, what the okay, FBI what, is using. What are they using? The FBI is saying, well, we looked at his social media accounts, and first they claim that he shared something on Facebook that indicates he was interested in the mass shooting. They haven't said what that is, and according to all the sources I've seen, he never actually said anything. He might have reposted something like, or like liked some uh, meme that was going around, but it's not clear that he ever said anything. They just provided no evidence. What they have said, and they've provided evidence for, is he tweeted at the FBI some things indicating he doesn't like the FBI. He mocked the FBI when they were recruiting for people to hire. He mocked them and said, oh, uh, basically, he used a term that's popular on 4chan and 8chan um, about enheroing. Uh, it's just a weird term on 4chan or 8chan, but it refers to suicide. And he kind of mocked them and said, oh, they're recruiting because someone enheroed uh, another FBI agent. 
basically committed suicide. He was opposed to transgender people serving in the military. I'm, I'm throwing up the evidence that people are using for why he was going to, he was opposed to transgender people serving in the military. They say that he was very anti-transgender, but all he did from what I could tell was mock someone who was being dramatic and pushing transgender stuff and kind of was like, see, this is why you shouldn't be in the military. And he mentioned, oh, uh, gender dysphoria is a mental illness, which they also think is hate think or wrong think. However, uh, by just to be clear, according to the DSM-5, gender dysphoria is a mental illness. So that's, that's just a fact. So, and, and so they said, here's, here's their argument. He disliked the FBI, he liked weapons, and he was opposed to transgender people serving in the military. Therefore, therefore, he's a risk. Therefore, that makes him someone that we need to go arrest. So they arrested him. They obtained a, a warrant, presumably based on an anonymous tip, plus these social media posts, which just to be clear, this is just wrong think. You can be opposed to the FBI. You can be opposed to transgenders in the military. Actually, you can be much more of a jerk than that. You have a right to think lots of wrong things. The only one I'm curious about is what the one that um, they said, the post that indicated he was interested in a mass shooting. If they won't say what that is, then you can't really judge that. It could be something that I might think is concerning. I don't know. But, yes, but, but I don't I, like that we have to, but I don't like that we are expected to trust them and, and just take them at their word. And I do see your problem with this, which is that it could be used against anyone. Well, it is being used. And I, I, the, main, the main problem I have with this is, his, according to his statements, by the way, he has said, I've never been interested in mass shooting. I have no intention to do any mass shooting. I was, I, yes, I had. So they, they also listed things like, oh, he had, he had a, a camouflage. He had scopes for his rifles and he had ammo and magazines he had they listed the stuff he had and anyone who doesn't, who's in, who doesn't right, have that? anyone who's in golden gun culture is like yeah so he had stuff that's like, uh, that's really dumb <laughs> right and most of it actually was his father's and he was saying well his attorney says well i was purchasing guns partly because i wanted to be closer to my father my father loves guns and i wanted to train with him and that's a reasonable thing um also, but, but he's hostile to the FBI, like not in the threatening way, but on Twitter and stuff, he'll, you know, he, he wrote, for example, uh, in one Twitter post, he wrote, yo, and he tagged real Donald Trump. Yo, real Donald Trump, can you get the FBI Boston off my dick? Um, so I guess he was just, and he, and he said like, oh, can we honor, uh, there was a, some honor, a hall honoring FBI agents, and he was like, can we honor the people who killed them? So he clearly has w radical beliefs, like he doesn't like the FBI, but none of this is, none of this is, is enough to take someone's weapons away, and they haven't said anything, they haven't provided any evidence that he's done anything. His attorney claims, and every source that I've seen about this claims, all he did was share a meme that was, that was, it wasn't even his meme. He just shared a meme. He didn't say anything about mass shooting. Um, I bet, I bet that there's nothing here. Because if there was something here, that's what the FBI and everyone would be parading around showing us. They're not. Instead, though, what they're trying to do is, is scare us with like, oh, 
he has some wrong think. Oh, he, he knows, he's familiar with 4chan and 8chan parlance. Oh, hey, hey, people who don't understand guns, he had a bulletproof vest and he had some camo and he had some stuff in his house. And it's like, uh, okay, right? Um, he was building an 80% uh, AR, right? So, which is just basically, you, you can build a lower that's not illegal, right? So he, he was just doing things that people in the gun culture do. Now, he also has some views that admittedly are radical, but my point in this is the guy's on $250,000 bail, and we have no evidence, and they, by the way, they confiscated the guns, which aren't even his, they're his dad's, most of them. So his dad is just like hanging out, gets the authorities to come in and take his guns away because his son posted some shit on social media that we haven't seen that they're claiming indicates he's, in they didn't say he threatened to mass shoot or that he said he was gonna mass shoot, their words are very carefully chosen. He indicated a possible interest in. Yeah, that's kind of broad. Well, well Carrie, I mean, you collect shooter manifestos. Are, do you indicate a poss possible interest in shooter <laughs> shootings? I mean, are you possibly interested in mass shooting? Yeah, you are. You're possibly interested in understanding it. Yes, I am interested in understanding it. But you're right. If if they saw my folder of, they would probably they could they could be like she had a folder of manifestos. Um, well, right. and I can't, I don't really, without knowing what that thing is, I don't know if I have much to say about this other than, yes, it seems broad reaching and it seems like something that can be abused against, that, that could be used against anyone. And this guy in particular though, I don't. I yeah, don't. actually, this, so this guy in particular actually isn't the. It's not important. It, no, he's not important. Um, actually, although I do want to read, hold on. This is the scary list, ready? Police said a 40 caliber handgun, a 22 caliber rifle found in his Bedford Avenue apartment belonged to his father, but his son had access to them. In addition to the weapons, police said they found, so this is, so they let, this next list is non-weapons that they're throwing to try and throw mud at him like, ooh, look how crazy he is. A rifle scope with a laser, pretty normal. Four firearm optic sights, yeah, pr pretty, pretty normal. Pretty normal. <laughs> A firearm flashlight. Very normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Body armor with a titanium plate. Like, okay, fine. Not as normal, but I have body armor. Uh, although I have a ceramic plate, so I should upgrade. Uh, full camouflage outfit. Um, hello. Who cares? Pretty normal. A ballistic helmet. Tactical gloves. Camouflage bag. Okay, so he's like doing normal kind of training stuff. Like a lot of times if you do training stuff, that's what you have. Maybe not the ballistic helmet, but whatever. Computers, uh, not a problem. And numerous 40 caliber, 22 caliber, and 300 blackout rounds of ammunition. So, um, the camo None bag- None of those, by the way, fit into an AR-15. The camo bag is funny to me because it's like, uh, what kind of bag do they expect him to have? If, if men aren't like gonna buy the Hello Kitty gun bag, I mean, and they're, you know, like, right. like right. I got a camo gun bag downstairs because <laughs> that's what they sell black or camo. Those are the yeah, options. Your options are black or camo. <laughs> Unless you want to go with the Hello Kitty. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So, but I do want to, um, uh, I, 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 by the way, so he says in a statement, the optics, camouflage, clothing, and body armor were for the purposes of firearms training. I did not have the intention of committing any mass shooting at all whatsoever. That's his statement. Um, but 
like you said, Carrie, it's not about this guy. It's about red flag laws. And one of the things that I think is really important to realize about red flag laws is they invert the idea of innocence until proven guilty. You are guilty in jail and guns are confiscated and then you are asked to prove your innocence. They don't, red flag laws are generally, hey, by the way, this all started with an anonymous tip. Let's just be clear. An anonymous tip that he was doing something pretty low level. A lot of people have mags that are illegal in the state that they're in. So it's an anonymous tip that he would like got some mags with 30 round capacity. Not a, it's a low level thing. It starts with this anonymous tip. They get a warrant based on the tip and some social media shit, which is pretty weak. And now he's in jail on $250,000 fine. This is how red, this is how red flag laws work. And there's some of them are even worse than this, where I say Carrie's crazy. I get some other friend of Carrie's to say Carrie's crazy. That's enough. A judge orders that her guns are taken away from her. And now she's got to kind of prove that she's not crazy. There's no, you don't get, unlike other laws, like if you break a law, because again, a lot of these red flag laws, you haven't broken any law, right? That's, that's the thing. You haven't broken any law. It's not like they say, they don't knock on your door and say, Carrie, we have reason to believe that you've broken XYZ law and, and we have this evidence that you've done it. You need evidence. We have evidence that you've done this. We have you know, evidence enough to get a real search warrant because we have evidence that you've committed a crime. That's not what's happening. So this is actually like that movie, My Minority Report. Is that the movie? It Where, is, except for without the tech. Without the tech. But they're basically saying, we have reason to believe you might do something. We're going to arrest you and put you in prison and take your guns away. Yes. Um, uh, yes. <clears throat> and you have to prove that you're sane at that point. Now the burden of proof is on you. And you have to be like, no, 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 I'm sane. Please give me my guns back. Right. And please let me out of jail or wherever you're confined to. And they will be used against political opponents. I, I guess that's one of the things that bothers me, Carrie. These, this evidence that they're throwing around is like, oh, he, he has some wrong think. He's familiar with, one of the things is he's familiar with 4chan and 8chan parlance. So? So, right. these, so these laws are dangerous. And they're also, I don't think, necessary. We've talked about this before because there's already a law that if you've been um, hospitalized against your will because of mental health reasons um, or if you've been adjudicated as mentally unfit by a judge, then you cannot purchase firearms. So this seems like an unnecessary overreach. And I think we don't have, I don't have much else to say. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't want to... No, the only other thing I want to say is this is um, this is this is one more march towards authoritarianism, and it's laid it's part of the groundwork that's laid here is this worship of state agencies as trustworthy without skepticism. One of the things of one of the important things about a free society is that we distrust our government, but we have been indoctrinated for probably centuries to trust our law enforcement in, implicitly, implicitly, like always, and just take their word for it. And that's been growing and growing and growing and growing. And yes, law enforcement does have a role to play, even in a more limited 
you know, freer society, a role that's valid. But part of the job of the citizenry is to question that and to hold them to standards and make sure that they're that we don't just take their word for it. And this is I view this as just one more step of encroachment of authoritarianism, because what you need if you're an authoritarian government, you need people to just uh, say like, oh, well, the Gestapo said he did something bad. They wouldn't lie. They're the Gestapo. Right. Oh, they like they're the FBI said it's bad. So we should we should trust our FBI. That is that is one of the pernicious attitudes that allows this stuff to happen. And then what happens is these laws start encroaching and it's red flag laws. The red flags become easier and easier to get. And before you know it, your kid is like, uh, he spoke against the Fuhrer. Oh, <laughs> red flag. Let's go arrest him. <laughs> right. That's, that's how that happens. And it happens slowly. And so that's one of the reasons I think we should be vigilant about these kind of things because this is just one more step towards authoritarianism. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, we have to go, we have to run, we have to uh, do deprogrammed in just a few minutes, but please don't forget to like, subscribe, share the content. By the way, if you are a Subscribestar member and you don't see your name in the credits and you should, it's probably because you haven't responded to our messages asking you what name to use in the credits, so please respond. Uh, to that message and we can add you to the credits. But thank you very much for your support, everyone. We will see you for Deprogrammed and uh, have a good day. And join us for Book Club on September 8th for reading uh, George Orwell's 1984. Yes, which has nothing to do with authoritarianism. Mm -hmm.